You're listening to the eDruminfo.com podcast, making your experience with electronic drums that much easier. Hello and welcome to eDrum Info. I'm here with Toby Goodman. Hello, Toby. Simon, lovely to chat to you. Let's pretend we haven't been chatting for the last 10 minutes trying to set this up. <laughs> okay, so you know lots about electronic drums and people phone you who are really quite well-known professionals constantly for advice. Yeah, it just it just strikes me that there's a lot of people out there who know a little bit, but it's the whole, a little bit of knowledge is a very dangerous thing. And... Um, you know, they are. They will, I'll get people ringing me up who you would think, because you see their names in magazines, that they know an awful lot about electronics, and then they ask you a question, and you realise that they actually know very little. So that's where I sort of step in with with various different sort of artists and stuff like that. That's right. And God knows you've been on the phone on the end of the phone to me over the last ten, fifteen years, a number of times. Uh, just a few about these things. So, all right, mate. So. Why don't we just start from the beginning then? So what what are electronic drums for? Um, right, okay, electronic drums are, there's numerous different things. One is a practice tool. We all know the problems with noise. We can have a, we a lot of us can't have an acoustic kit at home because there's too much noise. So we can have an electronic kit. Uh, we can have our headphones on. It sounds roughly like an acoustic drum kit. We can practice all the stuff we want to um, but it doesn't disturb the neighbors it doesn't disturb the family and all that sort of thing so that's one use another which is very popular on big stages is using electronics to make it sound like the album so you might be playing your acoustic drums but the sound that the audience hears is exactly what was recorded for the album um, and numerous other things in the studio um, making things sound better replacing drum sounds if you don't like the snare that you recorded with you can now go back and completely change that and replace it with a you know a classic 1930s black beauty or something sound like that there's so many options it's basically a tool electronics is a tool to make our job easier i think that's what it comes down to okay so once people have started to listen to this podcast or downloaded um the information from the website they're literally going to know how to make their existing acoustic kit sound like an electronic kit and they're going to know what they need to invest to do that because you're going to tell them no i'm going to tell them how to make their electronic kit sound more like an acoustic kit possibly if that's what they want okay. to do rather than the other way around okay but you can because you just said the acoustic you can play acoustic kits live and get electronic sounds out of them yes yeah so you you can do that as well yeah, you can so do we it. can do it we can do it both ways around right we can do acoustic to electronic sounds if you're playing for an artist or working on a style of music that means that one minute you need to play, play normal drums and the next minute you need to make them sound nuts yeah and you can make that for what a better word and you can make that happen still sitting on the core of your electronic kit you don't actually have to have loads of electronic pads around you do you absolutely not if there's one thing that people don't like it is electronic kits on stage electronic kits on stage do not look necessarily right so yeah people would obviously prefer to have an acoustic kit which they can make sound like anything they want yeah and when we talk about people i think um it's important to remember that we're probably talking about not the drummer themselves, because we're, you know, into the gear and all that kind of stuff. 
we're probably talking about the artist or the person that's producing the show and saying, well, it still needs to look like you're playing the drums, right? Absolutely. The, the whoever's whoever it comes down to that's got the artistic um, final say, they always have a very very clear view about what they want the drums to look like, and often that is it's got to look like an uh, an acoustic kit, but I want it to sound like anything else I want. Cool. So that's amazing, and you also know how to. Uh, take those acoustic sounds and tweak them using the power of the electronic drum sound post playing in a studio. Absolutely. Any bit of gear can sound like anything else now. There's there's no limit to you have snare drum A uh, and it can only sound like snare drum A. You can make snare drum A sound like b c d whatever and same with symbols same with anything nothing is sacred anymore everything is flexible which is you know that's just the world we live in now okay so in the future we're going to talk about two things we're going to talk about triggering yep uh from this past conversation we're going to talk about triggering and we're going to talk about uh sound replacement sound replacement vstis which are programs which run in computers which make you sound amazing or can make you sound amazing all the other things between there's lots of different directions this can go there's so much stuff out there you're listening to the edruminfo.com podcast wicked okay so let's get back so we'll go in that direction a bit later on and let's get back to the sort of fundamentals so ask what it's for you've given me loads of answers so to your experience, and you've seen loads of things and you've sat behind some legends, what opportunities have people that have, have electronic drums created once they've been invested in? What opportunities have, have you, like, give me, give me really specific musical examples of you seeing a drummer who's not had electronics before. What, how have they changed that person's life? Off the top of my head, a very, very, very big band who always sounded very, very acoustic, um, but they've just recorded a new album, and every single track was recorded in a different studio. So um, every single track had a different drum sound. It used different snares, it used different cymbals, um, and when it got to the the pre-production rehearsals, when it got to the rehearsals for the tour... They just thought it all sounded a bit the same. So um, they got me in to work with them, work on triggers, work on samples, so that now they're on tour. And um, every single track that they play live has a different drum sound. It's still the same acoustic kit. It's still the same drummer playing the same acoustic kit, but the audience hears a different drum set every single track. Most people don't aren't even aware of it. So that's one specific thing. Um, two, you know, even if it's just home practice, the amount of drummers who you know have to hire a studio to to get a little, you know, a few hours practicing, then they can actually have something at home, um, and they can practice as much as they want. They can practice at three in the morning if it doesn't disturb the, you know the family if they haven't got kids or anything like that, or if they have got kids, it's not going to disturb them. Um, that's another use of electronics. Then the album which has been recorded and when they listen back to it people just aren't happy with the drum sound and of course you can now go in and spend a day in the studio and you can replace that whole drum sound with something more current or more vintage or just a different vibe there's just so many different ways cool so 
going back to the player, going yes. back to the guy who's playing the drums. Yeah. You know, for example, I know that there's a massive band that you've worked with. There's obviously a lot of other guys, massive profile guys that you've worked with as well. What sort of feedback have they given you once you've helped them integrate electronics into their set? It depends because there's either the electronics lover or there's the ele- or the person who's very scared of it. Let's let's talk about the let's talk about the scared guy because that right. that was me. Okay, well, uh, the band that I was referring to. Uh, recently a few couple of minutes ago um he doesn't actually like electronics he likes his acoustic stuff as far as he's concerned his headphone mix or his in-ear monitor mix sounds a little bit different but he's getting mostly his acoustic drum sound so he didn't want to hear all the electronics he uh, he just wanted to hear his acoustic kit but with a little bit maybe 10 percent difference um the audience however heard 90% electronics, so the sounds of the album, and 10% of the original kit. So the drummer did not want what the audience had, but the rest of the band wanted to hear what the audience had because it, yeah. it made them play in a different way. It had that sound from the album. So in that in that instance, that was like a, a necessity for that band. Yes. Um, and, and the decision didn't come from the drummer. No. So if we talk about a situation where more rather than like a big famous band ra- rather like a, a session guy that you know that again you've worked with a lot of people like that and you've helped them program and integrate and stuff like that what sort of feelings have those pros had i know you know we you know who i'm talking about there's, well there's loads of them so um that that you've worked with when when they've gone simon i know you're you're the electronics guy i need to make there's a couple of tracks for this person that I'm working for. What, what's that about? Uh, okay. Normally that is because whoever is in charge, the, the MD, the musical director has said, right, we, I need this to sound like this more often than not. It, there's, there's a definite age divide people under a certain age. They're much more open to electronics, especially in the sort of the session field. They're much more open to electronics over a certain age. They're much more, concerned that it's going to take work away from them until they see the point where actually it was you know no blood was spilt and i managed to keep that session i mean i managed to carry on working with that artist and i can keep them happy and all i've got to have is this one little box over to the left which i hit occasionally and uh, it makes me sound different so it's um for a certain band of musicians there's definitely uh the feeling that electronics is a necessary evil yeah uh, and you know they've got to have it to get the, to keep the work uh and that is an awful lot that is quite a large percentage of what i do is is working for those people who just go help i really don't want to do the button pushing can you do it for me yeah nice to have the budget oh yeah 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 of course and that- and that's what the kids are now calling hybrid drumming, isn't it? You've said they suddenly the marketing angle has come out, and it's like you know what we'll call this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the, what you've got to remember is the electronics world is a really niche world. It's actually really small, um, and of course, marketing now plays a massive part of it. And you know, we all know what hybrid drumming is, but hybrid drumming in inverted commas has been around since you know the 70s i mean it's you know it's just it's now got a tag it's now got a cool name so you know certain companies are sort of jumping on that and going hey we're doing this hybrid thing it's it's nothing new it's just a it's just a different name for it 
So hybrid drumming, just to be clear, is is electronics and uh, and acoustic drums played at the same time. It, it's a mixture. It can be anything. Hybrid hybrid can be an acoustic drum kit with one electronic pad. It can be a whole electronic drum kit with one acoustic cymbal or or triggers or any combination. It just means yes, basically using acoustics and electronics. You're listening to the eDrumInfo.com podcast, making your experience with electronic drums that much easier. Where do you start then? I mean, it obviously means that, you know, back in the day, I, I knew when I first needed to use electronics, um, it was because I, I realised that my my tom drums didn't go boo. So I had to get those sounds, which I knew were old school, and you helped me find a way of doing that without buying loads of electronic pads. And I just kind of put something on my toms, the triggers, and and I was able to do that. But I mean, where where do you start? What's what's a really good what's a good piece of gear? And I'm not talking about you know specific uh, manufacturers. What's a good piece of gear to start with that I'm not going to grow out of? Okay, there's two ways around this. One is um, a lot of drummers who have electronic kits uh, will get to the point where they think, I could just take one pad out and, and the module. The module is the bit which makes the sounds. Um, connect them together and I've got one electronic drum pad on my kit. So that's one way. If the drummer has already got an electronic kit which they use for practice, that's that's a very pain-free way of doing it just to be really clear as well because the module doesn't make the sound though does it the module does make the sound the, the electronic kits are really to be honest are actually really dumb uh, all the pad does is know that you've hit it there's a little sensor inside knows you've hit it and it sends the signal down the wire to the module to go hey i've been hit please fire this sound now but i'm an idiot aren't i because i'm looking at I'm looking at a module, and if I hit the pad that's plugged into it with both of them turned on, there's no sound. Why is that, Simon? <laughs> well, looking at the uh, the screen in front of me, it might be that you haven't got them plugged into any headphones or, or speakers. But anyway, that's, well, a, that's a different... So that's, but that's, so <laughs> yeah. it's the speaker that makes the sound. Okay. Yeah, it's it is the a... module that houses the sound. Yes. And then the... The pad. All the pad does is tell the module to to make that sound. Then the module, um, uh, yeah, it's plugged into headphones, speakers, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You, uh, the module makes a sound, and you hear it through the headphones, or you hear it through the speakers. You've got to understand, I suppose, Simon, that these drummers, you know, that aren't anywhere near electronics, I haven't been in. It. I mean, I am that stupid. And the best thing that you ever said to me about a pad, an electronic drum pad plugged into a module or as some people call it a brain yeah and then out into headphones or into an amp or a pa or wherever that, that actual sound comes out best thing you said to me years ago and now i talk to my students about is a pad is a massive switch yeah that's what it is it's like on an electronic keyboard uh, where the sounds might be integrated into the same housing box box i hit middle c and it's switch yeah, but it's loads of little switches next to each other, whereas these pads are actually sort of like they're just giant switches, aren't they? They are just switches designed to look vaguely like drums right. or cymbals. That's all that all pads are. Pads are really, really dumb, um, but they are the most important thing because without that, we wouldn't have an electronic kit. Sure. So where do I start then? Let's say I'll give you a couple of examples. Right. 
I've got noisy neighbours and they hate uh, me because um, I'm a loud drummer and my children won't talk to me anymore because they can't sleep. What do I need? Right, you need to go and get yourself an electronic kit. You need to get yourself possibly a uh, sound-reducing platform, which is very easy to make. We'll, we can come back to that later. Um, you can, if you've got lots of money, you need to buy yourself or make yourself a soundproof room. But for most people, that is totally impractical. So buying an uh, electronic kit is is the simplest way. And you might look at the price of electronic kits and go, that's not cheap. That's not, you know, that's not an easy way of doing it. But if you weigh everything up, you know, buying an electronic kit for a few hundred pounds is, uh, or a few hundred dollars, whatever, depending on where you are on the planet, is a lot cheaper than a legal writ to say cease and desist, stop playing your drums, otherwise we will take you to court, uh, or a soundproof room, which can cost you thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds of dollars or whatever. You know, you just need a simple kit that you can hit, you can plug in your headphones, you can turn it up nice and loud, and no one's going to be disturbed. How much do I need to invest to... To, without the soundproof room or anything, I still know that you know people are going to hear someone hitting sticks on bits of rubber within a certain distance, but obviously much quieter than real drum kit yep. at times. How much would you say is a sensible amount to invest that's going to give me a bit of time? I don't want anything too cheap because it's just going to be a waste of money, right? If I go too cheap, it's going to break. I'm not going to be able to, you know, maybe start going. Oh, I'll just put that bit onto my real kit when i do a gig i mean what what sort of money and you can say and we can go we can go ebay if you like i mean you know i, I mean that's the thing that the again coming back to marketing if you look at if you you know read all the drum mags and stuff you would believe that there's only a couple of routes you can go as far as electronic kits are concerned uh to be honest that's absolute I was gonna i was gonna say a rude word there um that's absolute rubbish it, you know there is so much good cheap electronic stuff out there there's also really good cheap new stuff out there um you can spend okay if it's a kit you're probably looking at about i know um four five hundred pounds upwards for something basic uh you can spend thousands of pounds but thousands of pounds is not necessarily going to get you tens of times better than the really cheap one it depends on what you need but don't be too susceptible to marketing because uh there is an awful lot of marketing um weight put onto electronic drummers to play certain things yeah so uh, so i suppose the analogy could be something like that i just need a car to be able to get to work which is five miles down the road yeah and to be honest you can do it in a ferrari but you can do it yeah 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 would you rather spend the difference on a holiday or whatever exactly exactly 100 holidays so that's interesting isn't it so maybe we'll talk a bit about that in the future the real so i suppose here's one for you the real key strengths of why do you love them what are the real key strengths of having electronics in your life as a drummer you're listening to the edruminfo.com podcast okay the Key strengths are, like most drummers, I am a complete sucker for gear. I love gear. Whether it's a, you know, 
uh, a 1930s real vintage drum kit or whether it's a something brand new or it's a new range of cymbals i'm interested in it i want to play it i want to hear it and everything else and uh, and everyone knows that and that's why your phone keeps ringing <laughs> well that's true because you uh, find out how it works as well yeah i i i'm i'm a geek i'm a total geek when it comes to that sort of thing but I, I, years ago, I used to have a collection of, uh, I don't know, the final count before I started selling stuff off was maybe 25, 30 snare drums. That is totally pointless. But I can have the sounds of all those drums in one box. And um, I can have the character of those drums in one box, i.e. a drum brain, a drum module. And um, I can have the sound of thousands of drums, thousands of cymbals. Uh, and I can put them... Or I can have them in the in my electronic kit uh, or module or sampler or whatever, and it really, actually, strangely satisfies that need for gear. So I don't have to go and buy a new symbol because it's there. I can sample it, or I can, which is just recording it and then putting the putting the sounds into my drum module. Um, you know, it, that's what I really like. So there's a, an electronic kit behind me, and I can put stuff into it that I know I couldn't afford in real life, or I could afford, but it'd be fairly pointless me having it. So that's one of the things for me, which is what why electronics is so good. Um, but the fact that I can be a chameleon, I can play the same kit, I can sound like I'm playing on a 1960s Ludwig or something, something nice and vintage and retro, and then at the push of one button, I can go to a brand new kit that was released last week. Um, that is what is cool. I can go from bright symbols to dark symbols to really trashy to mega loud or anything else like that at the push of a button. That is what gets me, and that is that is why I think electronics is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, very cool. And I suppose there's the other thing of kind of recognising that when electronics first came about, the technology wasn't good enough or it just happened to be like a stylistic thing. So we all have heard those kind of interesting electronic drum sounds that clearly aren't real drums. Yeah. But that whole vibe sparked, well, all sorts of beginnings of genres of music where electronic drums were no longer needed no. so or wanted that in itself is is cool isn't it so suddenly you've got access not only to your dark symbols and your bright symbols and your vintage gear and your new newest gear ever you've got access to be able to play naturally electronic sounds yes yes absolutely you can sound like anything i can hit the pad which is as we said just before a switch and i can make it sound like anything um also just to go back to why i like uh electronics um the the thing that really really swung it for me was uh, a few years ago i got asked to do a film soundtrack uh and it was in record time and they you know they wanted it in no time at all and uh i was moving house or actually no i my Eldest son was being born. I had to move my studio from inside the house to out in the garden and all this sort of stuff. And I had to do it like that. And I had a, a, a laptop. Uh, I had some software on it. And I had a um, set of pads. I connected it up to the laptop. I recorded the whole thing using a keyboard, those drum pads. And that was the first time when someone said to me, wow, you got a really good drum sound at home. And of course it wasn't. Everything was totally inside the computer, but everyone went, wow, that sounds great. That sounds amazing. You must have an amazing studio. 
well, my amazing studio was a few years old MacBook, and um, and that's when it sort of really clicked that we can now do stuff with electronics that used to take hundreds of thousands of pounds, and for a, a not very big outlay, we can do some amazing stuff now. So if I've got a MacBook that's a few years old, yes, and I needed to do some stuff, it's really that simple. It really is that simple. And also the software you can get now is just phenomenal, including free stuff. I mean, it, you know, if you've got a Mac, um, uh, GarageBand, the drummer program in, in GarageBand now is just brilliant. And even three or four years ago, that would have cost you five or six hundred pounds. And now it's free. So you would say, actually, you know, if, you, if you're just someone's thinking about kind of dipping their toe in the water, doing it incrementally, rather than going, do you know what, I can see that, like you say, with the marketing thing, I can see yeah. that such and such is a fla- is the flagship thing. Yeah, you wouldn't necessarily say go out and buy the flagship I would say definitely do not go out and buy the flagship thing. Um, the flagship is uh, called the flagship because it does, it leads th- that particular brand. And um, it doesn't mean that it does what it what you need it to do. That's Again, it's all down to marketing. Uh, I would say if you want to get into electronics, go into your local music shop or drum shop, ideally, and find the person who um, deals mainly with electronics and talk to them. Do not, if they say, right, you need to buy that kit there, and it is the flagship model, then leave it and go somewhere else. But if they go, right, well, you could do it like this, you could buy that, you could connect it to that, and you could do it like this, then that's that's the sort of person you need to talk to. Um, and they should be able to help in so many different ways. So that's that's what you really need to go for. So depending on who I am, I need to write down the list of what I want to sound like yeah, and, and the sounds that I want to create, the kind of music I'm into, the kind of people I'm maybe working for if I'm a pro and I need to take that to someone who understands electronics. And if they don't ask me what I'm intending to use it for, then they're not the person to sell me the kit. Or they are probably thinking of their, of, you know, commission. Of their margin. <laughs> commission. Exactly. Yeah. That's the, yeah. that is the biggest, biggest problem. But no, it, it's, it is that simple. I mean, obviously I'm possibly doing myself out of some work here. Um, but you know, there are, it's how I started. I started, uh, um, in a drum shop years ago. Uh, and that's how I met most of the people who I deal with was through that. They used to come in talk to me about electronics and, that's how everything snowballed and that's how i met some amazing people people who i'm I'm still in contact with now that's amazing isn't it my god there's so much there's so much to talk about let's stop there and let's say you know what what can people do from here because i'd like to we'd like to continue this and have it as a um a, a relatively regular thing so we can go into loads of different areas can't we we've covered my god we've covered pads modules triggers sound replacement um samples vsts whatever the hell they are um stuff you know other stuff that you put on your computer wicked i'd quite like to set you a sort of 200 dollar challenge to get a kit up and running on ebay or something like that i think that'd be quite funny i reckon i could do that (laughs) 100 100 would be a little bit hard but uh 200 would be possible there's some very good stuff out there if you know what you're looking for all right simon thank you very much that was a beautiful conversation toby thank you that was indeed a beautiful conversation from my point of view as well thank you cheers man okay bye-bye take care 
You're listening to the eDrumInfo.com podcast, making your experience with electronic drums that much easier.